praise the Lord. I have a skeleton crew this morning. Praise the Lord. <laughs> praise God. Um, praise the Lord. Well, welcome to our Sunday school for the adults this morning. Praise the Lord. And we're going to start with Luke. Um, reading from Luke. Okay, so we're going to start with, and he said, verily, I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country, but I tell you of a truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land, but unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Sarepta, a city in Sidon unto a woman that was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Eliseus the prophet, and none of them were cleansed, only Naaman the Cyrene. And we're going to stop there. So you may be seated. In this story, Jesus is talking in the synagogue to the people that were there. I'm going to title this lesson, The Ministry of Beholding His Power. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so Jesus was in these scriptures telling the people in the synagogue about the old prophets. And in those days, the prophets in those days were frequently scorned by those of their own homeland. So that's why prophets were often sent to minister to foreigners, such as the widow of Sarapeth and uh Naaman the Syrian officer. And Jesus was telling them this, but the people were angry. And we're going to continue to read as we go to Luke 28, where it says, And all the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this that Jesus had just told them. They were furious. They got up and they drove him out of that town and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. Then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and on the Sabbath he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. So some people did not like what he was saying where others did appreciate what he said. So let's talk about these people that were filled with anger. They were filled with anger because they did not understand the teachings of Jesus. That's why Jesus was saying that a prophet is not accepted in his own country. But Jesus had a ministry to fulfill, just as you have a ministry to fulfill. That is why the enemy gets angry at us, because when we are doing his perfect will, he don't like it. Praise the Lord, he doesn't. And so we learned 
that no matter what's going on, we got to keep pressing on. I would like to say that all suffering, pain, and trials of the Christian are a call to ministry. And our first ministry for the Lord is teaching and helping others come to him. That is what we are to do. That's what Jesus was doing. He was teaching them. That's why our connect groups that we all doing, some of us are doing, are a blessing because we are an example of love, fellowship, and sharing his word that will bring others to the light of Christ. When we win souls for his kingdom, we are exercising the power of God that dwells in us. So when we're talking about God's wonders and God's amazing grace, we're talking about the power of God that lives in us. Let's look at verse 30, where it says that, but he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. So the people were trying to, they ran him out of town, they were throwing, trying to throw him off a cliff, but the Bible says that he just walked. He just went his way, passing through the midst of his tests. How many of us give up when something happens to us and we decide to throw in the towel? Sometimes we just gotta keep walking and just keep going, passing through the midst of your tests. And verse 32 then, it changes and says, and they were astonished at his doctrine, those that receive his word, for his word was with power. And people will be astonished of the power of Christ in you. Because what you represent, how you live for him, it's all part of having that power of the Holy Ghost that's in you, that's going to transform their thinking, their lives, because God's word is powerful. Praise the Lord. God's word is powerful. We're not serving a God that is powerless. We're serving an almighty God that is powerful, that is able, that can, that will, that does. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7. It says here, Paul says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Our earthen vessels are our flesh. But we have a treasure in this flesh. You may wonder, how can our fragile vessels contain and increasingly manifest the glory and the character of Christ, especially when we're under fire? And sometimes we're under fire. We're going through a test. We're going through a trial. How can God use me, we say? How am I going to be used by the Lord? I'm going through this situation I can't even take care of. It doesn't mean the Holy Ghost went out in you because you're going through a test. Praise the Lord. God's fire is an eternal fire that lives inside of you. Praise the Lord. The Holy Ghost is real. The Holy Ghost is powerful. We do know that the Spirit of the Lord will change us and use us in a mighty way. The treasure in our earthen vessels is the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Let's go to Luke 4, 35. And Jesus 
rebuke him, saying, now he's doing an exorcism here. Hold thy peace and come out of him. And come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and heard him not. So Jesus rebuked him. That power of almighty God that was in that flesh that we call son. The power of God rebuked this devil and he came out. I am sure that the people that saw this were astonished because they beheld God's power right in front of them. We are to use his power effectively, and you will see results that will help and edify you. It will also bring change in other people's lives. Let's go to verse 36. The Bible says in verse 36, and they were all amazed and spoke among themselves saying, what word is this? Praise the Lord. Wouldn't it be wonderful that you're witnessing to someone and they just amaze and say, what word is this that you're talking? For with authority and power, he commanded the unclean spirits and they came out. God's power was revealed. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for that. Praise the Lord. For God's power was revealed. What word is this? Now the people are seeing and trying to comprehend what just happened. When we are in a negative situation and you know the enemy's in it, you speak with authority and behold his power. And you rebuke the enemy in the name of Jesus to stand behind you. He has no right to be in front of the child of God. Praise the Lord. It's not about us, but about exposing Jesus' power to others. I'm going to confess something here with you all. I want to share a story with you. When I was going to chaplain training, I was probably in my early 30s, kind of shy and kind of, I wasn't as talkative as I am now. But I thought that by going to this training, I was supposed to be the way I was. <laughs> So I was asked by my instructor, which was a Lutheran, to do a sermon for the residents and to the class because that was part of our training. We had to teach on a Sunday so he could sit there and evaluate our message. Now, mind you, this was a Lutheran setting, so I figured, well, it's a Lutheran setting. I might as well do it the Lutheran style. So when I went up to speak, I started with the liturgy now according to the Gospel of St. Mark. And I started to talk about something in that area. Well, you know what? I was in for a big surprise when my instructor told me after I was, it was over. He said, that was lousy. <laughs> he said, that was horrible. That was awful. You spoke in no authority. You didn't even use the style of your faith. We were waiting for the power of the spirit that you're always telling us about. <laughs> God. And I went, oops, uh-oh. I was very embarrassed. Even a nun that was present was telling me that she wanted to raise her hands to worship and she was too scared because it didn't sound Pentecostal. <laughs> oh boy, I'm telling you, I learned my lesson. I didn't realize they wanted me to speak with authority and to speak with command and to talk the way we know how to talk about the Lord. 
But that taught me a lesson, praise the Lord. When you have the Holy Ghost, you cannot hide it under a bushel. Praise God, you gotta use it, praise God. Doesn't matter who's listening. Use the power of the Holy Ghost within your earthen vessel, praise God. Use the power of the Holy Ghost. And I did not exercise the power and authority of the Holy Ghost in me to reach those people. I learned it was not about doing it their way, but about doing it God's way. Praise the Lord. I was only in my 30s. I was young. And I didn't know how to allow God's presence to use me and to reach others. I didn't know how to behold his power. But I learned. My weakness was not speaking with authority. You, ought, you want to be blessed and bless others, and you take charge of God's power in your life. We could say mountain move, and it shall be moved according to the scripture. And use it to bring change into others' lives. Praise the Lord. Let's look at verse 38 through 41. So Jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of Simon. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked Jesus to help her. So he bent over her, and he rebuked the fever, and it left her. He rebuked the fever. Boy, that sounds easy, right? <laughs> but if you're not doing it with authority and with command in the name of Jesus, it's not going to work. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We got to re re rebuke these things. And it left her. She got up at once and they began to wait on them. Praise the Lord. What power, what authority. Jesus also rebuked the winds in another story where the winds were causing a storm. And he rebuked the winds. Jesus did not let nothing get in the way of his ministry. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And that's, we have to have the same thought sometimes. You know, don't let nothing get in the way of your ministry. If it's something negative, something coming against you in opposition, against what you're doing for the Lord, you might have to rebuke that in Jesus' name. Praise God. When we can pray with authority over sickness and disease and believe God is able to heal and set free. Allow the transformation the Holy Ghost is doing in your life because this is the power that will bring about change for you, your family, and friends. Praise the Lord. If you put, if you go into a, a, a dark room and you're trying to put a light bulb in but you cannot see, it's not going to work. Praise God. Light is important. Power is important to turn light on, right? Praise the Lord. So if you want to be turned on to reach others, make sure your Holy Ghost light bulb is on. <laughs> Praise God. And let's go out and make a difference. Together we can make a difference. Praise the Lord. Together we could move mountains. Together diseases can be healed because we're using the unction of the Holy Ghost and fire. Praise God. To bring deliverance and healing to those situations. It says in verse 42, and when it was day, we're still in Luke, yeah. When it was day, he departed and went into a desert place. And the people sought him and came unto him, and they stayed with him that he should not depart from them. 
So even Jesus cannot be alone in a quiet place. People were still seeking him. People sought him. People wanted to stay with Jesus. I mean, that was the savior of the world. Who would want to leave Jesus' side? But because the power and the grace and, and everything that he was doing on that day was drawing so many crowds, praise God. There were some that loved him and some that didn't. But those that loved him and seek him wanted to follow him. I want to be one of those that want to continue to follow Jesus no matter what is going on. Praise God. We're going to follow Jesus even if he goes in the desert. Even if he goes here, we are going to continue to follow Jesus no matter what the situation is. And when people see that in you, people will want to have what you got. Praise the Lord. When they see there's something different about you, Praise God that your mind is stayed on the Lord, that you're showing compassion, that you're showing love and mercy. They're going to want to have what you got because the people that we talk to, some of them are very bitter and they're very angry and some of them are not very happy. And, but when they see you and they see that light flickering from you, they're going to say, I need that. I want that. Praise the Lord. And that is how you bring people in. You're going to draw people in. You're going to pass the word that his word has power. Allow the Lord to use it so we could behold the beauty of his holiness, the beauty of his power. And you can use that authority and power over the enemy. And you can win souls when they see the power of the Holy Ghost in you transforming lives. This is what we call the ministry of beholding his power. Praise the Lord. And this ministry is not, I'm not talking about pulpit ministry or whatever. I'm talking about teaching and winning others to the Lord. Going out in the street, the church in the park, having a class in your house. Praise the Lord. Witnessing to your coworkers. Praise God. Witnessing to your unlaved, unsaved family members, those that have left the Lord. Witnessing with power and authority about God's goodness and God's grace. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. God does not change. We change, but he doesn't change. Praise the Lord. Sometimes things don't happen immediately. And sometimes we witness and we don't see a change or we don't see nothing happening. But you know what? You're planting seeds. When you plant a seed, I don't think the flower comes up immediately, right? No. It takes a while for it to happen. That seed is going to get nourished under that dirt. And if you plant on stony ground, you might not see anything going from there. So you're planting seeds. Whatever heart it falls on, you pray for them, and God, you will see growth. Some will have good ground, and you'll see growth, and you'll see them coming to the Lord, and some of them won't. They'll turn around and go their way. That's what happened here in the synagogue. People, some people liked what he said, but most of them didn't, and they ran him out of town. <laughs> Praise God. You ever been run, a town, run out of town for preaching God's word? <laughs> Praise God, I'm telling you. Praise the Lord. 
but we have to give them time because God does the increase. We pray for them, God waters it, and then he does the increase. Praise the Lord. We have to give them time. Praise the Lord. Each day is a step closer to his kingdom. Each step is a new experience with him. And as we grow, we start to see the beauty of his power and his grace. We continue in his steps, continue in his will. We never give up. We never give in. We never give out. Praise God. <laughs> we stay in his steps. We continue to walk. We don't take detours. We keep going straight. Continue in his will. Praise God. Coming to church, keep on praying, keep on fasting, keep on reading, keep on witnessing. And the Holy Ghost will take over, and you're going to be able to win souls for his kingdom. Praise the Lord. That's our ministry is to win others for his kingdom. Praise the Lord. That's why we're here. That's why we're teaching Sunday school. That's why we're doing what we're doing. You know, so we could be able to reach your hearts and minds that it takes us talking about the Lord, praying, seeking, teaching, and being full of the fire of the Holy Ghost to win others to his kingdom. Praise the Lord. My mother won me to the Lord. And I remember how holy she looked. And I saw the difference in her. I was raised by my father. I was, I, I was Catholic. And every time I visited my mother on weekends, she would take me to church. I mean, I didn't want to go there. You know, I was only 15, you know. I didn't feel like going to church. But I saw that there was something different about her. And I saw them praying for people and laying hands, and people were slain in the floor, and people were getting healed. And I got to say, wow, that is amazing. I need that. Praise God. I need what these people have. And that's what you want people that you talk to to be saying about you. Praise God. So we have to go out with a smile, no matter how much pain or aches or situations you're going through. You have to go out with a smile. Tell people about Jesus. Win them for the Lord with love, with compassion, with mercy. Not judging or putting anybody down. But with love and mercy as Jesus is doing. Look how Jesus healed. Praise God. He didn't go into Peter's house and say, well, you know, your mother is sick. It must have been something wrong she was doing. No. Jesus immediately went to see her. He rebuked the illness and she was healed. He went and he cast the demons out of that man that was possessed. And immediately he was made whole. We got to bring the word of God with authority, with command, with love to others. Praise God. And it doesn't matter what people say. If they say, well, you know, it's not for me. Um, I'm too old for this. A lot of people say that, that church is for old people. But you know what? Church is not for old people. Church is for every soul out there that has breath in their lungs. <laughs> Whether you're a baby or you're over 100, church is for everyone. Salvation is for everyone. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We thank God for that today. And we are going to stand at this moment. Praise the Lord. And um, we're going to pray. Ministry of beholding his power. Remember, the power of the Holy Ghost wants to use you in a very mighty way. 